Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep dive everything Vanderpump Rules. Everyone, this is Holly Borquez. I'm Sarah C. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, and we're going to be covering episode five tonight. Yeah, let's take care of a few news items from that happened after our podcast last night. Oh my god. As soon as we ended, we're like, oh, okay, now the apologies come out. But obviously we don't need to read them or anything, but just initial thoughts. Uh, um... I feel like I'm doing like a lot of sighing. Like I'm just like, I don't know. I I know Sarah literally hates when I give like information like this. So I, I like tune out, Sarah. I'm gonna gross you out. But like, I feel like ever since this happened and all of today, like after these apologies came out, and then I'm sure we're gonna talk about the other stuff that came out. Like I am sweating. Like I am sweating, and like my sweating is like a different smell than it normal like it's like straight adrenaline like I don't even know what to what to do with myself like I've taken like three showers I'm on like my 18th cup of tea like I am just <laughs> losing it um I my I'll talk about Raquel's I guess first um I kind of side with Le- the only thing I agreed with with Lisa really on watch what happens live was that both apologies were like kind of worthless bullshit so yeah and I have to like jumping ahead like just to like give like I I feel like maybe I needed this Lisa and Andy kind of calmed me down right now because it was like I was waiting it was like this build-up I've been waiting all day to hear what they were gonna say and they kind of it was like we're gonna wait till the reunion we've been filming like it kind of it was like okay like things are gonna continue to come out because I still have major questions I mean like honestly I'm hanging by a thread to hear from Sheena I literally all I care about right now um and until that like all we can do is wait so for some reason that gave me like my first moment of comfort since this broke yeah I'm happy to see the tide is changing a little bit for Sheena in, you know, the fan base. So that's I mean, the, that's I, I just, the... yeah, I just feel like we can't say anything like, and, and this goes for Tom, Raquel, like we can't really, obviously we can judge on what we know or what we're hearing, but we're not getting the full story. And until we do, we, I mean, we can sit here and make jokes and like, you know, make, it's like laughing, like when you're going to a funeral, it's like, I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable right now. And like my world has been shaken and I, I don't know what to do. So I, I, mean, I, I need the details. Sheena won't be able to say anything unless they push the reunion until after that court date. And you guys, I, I would really strongly encourage you to take whoever, whatever you're reading or listening to with a huge grain of salt, because there's a lot of people saying, my good friend they're an insider they're in the inner circle and they're saying this and that and this and that and then like some of the things they're saying are completely wrong like I, I won't get into details because I don't want to out anyone but it's like 100% for a fact wrong and so just when you read these like super tight inside sources 
you just can't you can't be a hundred percent on any of it whether she did or didn't slap or punch or anything maybe she did maybe she didn't it's no one can speculate on that except for sheena i was kind of surprised what lisa said like tonight i was like oh i I mean she i mean if you were if you were not reading anything and you're just trusting what she's saying that was pretty gnarly i was like oh okay uh i'm not trusting anyone except for a passerby that has video or Sheena, because you can't trust Raquel at this point. <laughs> Her word is not valid. Um, so I'm just gonna wait and and you know not believe everything I hear or read. The whole thing, the whole like I, like I literally see each side of it, um, and it's I especially like because th- like this is what we do. Like we have a Vanderpump Rules podcast, so. I feel like maybe we wouldn't be talking about it in depth like this if we didn't feel like, not that we need to answer to our listeners, but what we do is we provide all of the details that are flying in and we try to dissect them and we create a community where we're following a TV show. This is supposed to be fun and lighthearted. Like some of this stuff is pretty dark and even to be like, I don't believe that Sheena didn't do it's like if someone was violent towards someone like that's very serious too it's serious what Raquel like each thing on its own is like very serious and these lines are being like skewed and it's like it's why I'm sweating it's like I I I don't like it there's one thing to consider too is uh let's just imagine a little scenario she finds out you're obviously when you're upset you jump up right yes. so imagine both people are standing up sheena's like five three and raquel's like six foot would sheena's arm even reach her eye <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah like and if so how hard because it, it would be such an upward almost straight arm angle you know that i have a little question on that what's raquel sitting down um and then there's people that are coming out and showing and, and valid people people that are you know close to Sheena out of her wedding that sort of thing saying I want to hear from the makeup artist is what I want to hear from um, saying that she had that black eye before you can kind of see it on Sheena's vlog mm-hmm. on the airplane you can see other people posted pictures it was like oh so she did have some kind of like pink bruising a little bit around her eye before watch what happens live so you know who knows what's true i would like to hear from the makeup artist i like to uh, uh, yeah i would like to hear like i it just doesn't even feel right to like be speculating about it because it's just right. like it's so much hearsay and like looking at photos and, and like what like honestly like what if it's not fake i don't know like the whole thing is just like i, I just uh, and I then don't know. but then raquel's saying you know physical attack and then she's talked to some cast members and they have said that Sheena is threatening to do it again. And I'm like, come on. A, what cast members are talking to you? Um, And B, Sheena's not going to be like, and I'll kick your ass again. Like, she doesn't roll. Like, that's a la-la statement. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I mean, while Sheena can, and she likely could have said something like that, we could imagine any of them saying something like that. She's also smart enough not to say something like that after the fact. In the heat of the moment, maybe different. But two days later, she's not going to be like, and I'll kick your ass again. Like, she's she's not that, you know, she's smarter than that to say something like that. And what cast member, Raquel? Like, what cast member is talking to Raquel right now? 
do you um do you like like let's let's say that like me or you did something this horrible okay like we had a you know like we we're just we went for it just like Raquel did like would you expect being Raquel that every single cast member would not speak to her after that like do you think this same thing like this same like no speaking cut in the line happened to other people when this like I don't even think anything similar like this has happened on the show like there's no direct like correlation but like do you think people still talk to Jax or do you think people still they did like with the Jax and Kristen that's the closest comparison we could make Mm -hmm. because Kristen and Stassi were friends but like but and so so I feel like the only argument you could make like of maybe someone who would speak to Raquel would be Sheena and obviously that's you know her closest ally is the one that this happened between so yeah it is um I mean that that sucks you know like it's she made a choice that literally blew up her entire world I would think the only one that would be outside of Sandoval would be Schwartz and I don't think Schwartz would be like yeah and Sheena said she's gonna do it again like maybe he would I don't fucking know at this point yeah yeah I also I also I also yeah I also think it's like a a thing that you say like after like you have had a heated exchange with a friend is you're like I can't believe they did it and like I don't even regret what I did you know it's like it's something that like you say but it doesn't mean you're like coming back with force like I and right yeah so that like I, I can't wait to hear the full story on that and I don't know if we ever will now like you're right because there's so many things in place that no one can talk so I did watch Sheena's vlog so I could see that airplane shot but then I I noticed that thing. I can't remember if you posted or not because we posted so much lately um when Sheena and Raquel are getting interviewed by someone and they asked about Oliver and she's like Raquel's like yeah no that I mean that was really my only mistake this season and you know Sheena put the little caption your only mistake you know after the fact yeah so it's like god she's really double downing on like she's done nothing wrong (laughs) um I don't know but her apology was clear like her lawyer or someone wrote it because these are not Raquel's words she's not gonna say and foremost Ariana like Uh that's not her vocabulary any more than it's Sandoval's vocabulary right in his apology which the is, first one which is smart sure. like they should have so everyone should have someone else write it because like it's gotten too big it's like so like it's like it's out of their hands now you know what I mean? it's like dude jesus take the wheel i don't know <laughs> yeah so it was interesting listening to i haven't really you know been into stassi straight up with stassi podcast in many years but i decided to listen and it was a pretty good podcast, not going to lie. And I even, you know, I'm not a, f- a fan of the co-host she has because I just, nothing personal. I just, it's a audio thing for me. Um, but it was pretty good. And she was saying that she remembers, I mean, she basically backed up everything we said last summer. She remembers Katie talking to her last summer saying she knew it was just a storyline. She knew Schwartz was not into Raquel and Raquel was not any more into Schwartz than he was into her. And what hurt her feelings is that she she said, no, please don't do this because it would hurt my feelings and that he still went ahead and did it 
knowing it would hurt her feelings all just for a fake storyline. Like basically Katie means so little to him that he would cash in a storyline over is really insulting and upsetting because yeah, everyone's like, well, she divorced him and blah, blah. It's, it's, it's not even about the marriage or him, her dictating who he can date and not date. I get where she's coming from now. It's about, he just threw away everything they ever had for 12 years for a fake storyline. Yeah. That's really insulting. It is. So if that had been better explained, it would have been a, a much better perspective to understand. Um, so Stasi said that she remembers having that conversation. And then Taylor asked her, well, do you think producers know about this? And Stasi said, there's not even a 1% chance that they knew uh, that they're very happy about it happening. They're like kicking their heels up in, in glee, which... <laughs> I mean that's their job. So it's like they, it's like they just won the Super Bowl. Really, the producers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I thought it was an interesting perspective because she said that, you know, they they thought it was a fake storyline, just like we said. Like we knew, obviously, yes, we knew they kissed because it was on camera, but we just didn't believe the authenticity of it. That you know. I I feel like like I want to just clarify this just one more time because I'm I'm still seeing comments around and I'm okay with the comments that I'm seeing but I just want to clarify I am not saying that this is fake that like Ariana like that the whole thing like I believe that something has happened I am just saying that 100% it is storylined and I know that's that's no like revelation to anyone but this like. I like I feel like Stasi almost contradicted herself because she said, "Oh no, mm-hmm. like this is that we're all good friends. Last summer it just happened to be boring. That's why last season wasn't great. And I guess this season it's better." Hmm. That's strange, but then she says that she that she knows the people doing fake storylines, so which is it? Yeah. It's a, yeah, so no, that. that's all that's all I'm saying and I and the, that you just thought, and I, I, I'm just, I, 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 I am very like, I, I, I don't know, like it sounds so creepy, but like I know producer Jerry style, and I, I like it's just like yelling at me. Um, that's all I'm I saying. Get down with the producers knew and kept it very hush hush. Probably some very strong NDAs in place there that production knew and they kept it hush hush and they framed this whole story together and i I think i think a lot of the cast members knew too i mean i i think that it's been going on like they uh, that even lisa said that it's been going on like so i just i think that they yeah i i i think everyone is just like kind of playing ball and then there's always those moments in reality tv and we've like it's it's the most authentic ones and it's the most hurtful ones because everyone kind of thinks they're on the same team they know like how the season's going and then the producers keep something from some of the cast members and literally like hurt their feelings like nothing we've ever seen on tv where it's like are like what the heck like i don't know calling back to like sheena and shay calling back to you know like some of these scenes where it's like whoa like you guys went there like damn like that's crazy well, so I, yeah. th- that that's the feeling that i kind of have is that they they screwed someone over dude you know the other interesting thing she said and keep in mind 
they recorded this on Sunday. So quite a while ago before a lot of these doty things have come to light. And she's like, and also I absolutely think they should bring Kristen Doty back. She deserves it. <laughs> I think she would add to the show. And I'm like, huh, you're saying this Sunday. Yeah. Maybe there was a little chatter because Kristen was over at Ariana's consoling her, but I'm like, you're saying this Sunday. She like brought it up out of the blue. Totally. That I was like, Oh, Oh, gee, geez. Um, and with like how how close she still is with producer Jerry, she literally said on the podcast yes. she texted him about this. There, it's come on. And um, I I loved this episode. I thought it was so great because it was like I think it was. It's like it's it's hard for her because this is like literally blown up and she's not a part of it. So it has to sting a little bit. And so I thought it was really cool that she talked about it and that she's so happy for everyone that like, it's literally the biggest thing that has ever happened in the Bravo verse. Like that's going like, like there's all kinds of other storylines breaking in other franchises and no one even cares. Like literally the comments say, we don't care. Like we care about Scandaval. And um, I have been getting so many messages of people saying, do you really think, like, you know, Stassi said Sandoval would never make himself look bad. And, you know, his ego could never, you know, he walks off when he's being recorded and this and that. You guys, Sandoval is getting more attention than he has ever gotten in his entire life. His name is at the forefront of this. Like, look at his paparazzi photos. Like, he's, he, I'm telling you, like bad press is good press and he's owning it like it's his time and he's gonna look at everyone that has been canceled blackballed as Stassi said I used to think bad publicity is good publicity now I don't but you know what Stassi look where you are your podcast is back your patreon's thriving you're still in your house clearly Sandoval's seeing even the worst people can come back and like let's think about Kanye or like all the, a lot of these people, celebrities that have had horrible scandals, all the like the cheating scandals of you know like Hugh Grant had the cheating scandal with Elizabeth Hurley, this America's supermodel or you know the world supermodel, and he still maintained his status as the most like beloved rom com you know actor. Mm-hmm. So he probably sees all these like disaster stories, and pretty much for the most part, most of these people come back, bounce back. Yeah, I just so. I and and I'm sure he's like been coached through it. You know, like um even with the the firings that happened with Stassi, Kristen, and even Jackson Brittany, I am pretty confident that behind the scenes the producers I mean, even the producers sailed around the ocean for a couple years until it blew over. But I, I am pretty sure that they're like, you guys, lay low until like this is going to pass. You're going to be okay whether it's on this show or something else like it will come full circle and finally it is but you know i i definitely think when someone takes one for the team like this it's you know they coach them on how to handle it too (laughs) (laughs) well if you say taking one for the team then you're really like complimenting sandoval and like calling him a hero so i can't get down with that yet (laughs) Well, I, still think, I, yeah. I, 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 I guess I'm saying, yeah, I, well, I guess I, 
every season someone has had to take one. Someone has had to like. You, it, there's no show if someone doesn't take one for the team. There just isn't. So you think him and Raquel are fake? No. Oh, it's a storyline, dude. It's a story. It, like it's a TV show. Like I like I'm literally calling back to Jason. Like they like they're creating a whole story around this whole thing. Um, whether but what that says it, that you think they're fake. No, even if it is true, they're creating how everyone is reacting to it, and like it's it still has to be put together into this package that we are all freaking out about. Like it, it otherwise they would just quit the show or like you know run off like he always does. They're literally weaving this thing and it, like and maybe they're going to come out being a couple. Maybe that's going to be season eleven, but it's still being woven. Yeah, I I don't I don't I don't think it's fake. I think it's just heavily produced. Yeah, yeah. God, I feel like we just—I was having such deja vu when you were talking, and I think we had this exact same. No, we we do. I know. You know what? Like I'm I'm, like May of 2020, and I'm I'm literally like done talking about it. Like I'm not even like. So we can just say that like. I think it's real. Let's just move to me saying no, that it's real. No, I'm not talking real. about this. I'm saying we had the same conversation in May of 2020 after the firings. Oh, I, I know. Like, yeah. No, I know. I know. But like, I also like, uh-huh. I'm going to, I'm going to get off this soapbox because it, there's just no way to win this because it upsets I'm everyone. Half- it upsets everyone because yeah. it's, it's not fun to, to think that. I'm impartial with you so I'm not against your theories and and, and I'm not a hundred percent on the same page but I am I'm I'm part way there halfway yeah, there yeah 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 okay so, so what else happened Raquel's sister yes so she's been commenting on some of our stories and then she'll she'll comment and then she'll delete like which you posted the one of Sandoval with the like look at him lying or something or he, or he's such a good liar or bad liar what'd you say yeah, I just said he's so bad at lying. So basically, it's a, it's a clip of him, them being like, hey, so we heard that, you know, someone was saying that you guys, what did they say, you guys tag-teamed Raquel? I forget what the exact verbiage was on that. Here, let, let me see if I can play it, because it's so, even the audio is so good, you guys. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to calm this down. This is Schwartz is, Schwartz is like turning his head with his hand over his mouth as he always does as his line here. tell. Okay, here we go. You so basically it says like, you know, oh my gosh, she's talking about I me and I said, oh, his lying is so bad. So Sarah sends me a text and she's like, oh my God, like, look. And, um, <laughs> And Raquel's sister had replied and was like, yeah, he is. And so Chad was standing right by me. I'm like, Chad, look. And so I'm like, look at this is what she's talking about. So in that instant, I went to my phone, played that clip exactly like I just did for you guys. And I went back to like screenshot it. And by the time I went back, she had deleted her comment. Yeah. And then she, and then on the something about her movie clip that, um, was posted you know which is a story if you guys haven't seen it, it's Kate Hudson Jennifer Goodwin and um 
it's a story of two best friends and one of the best friends ends up having a full-blown affair with her best friend's fiance behind their back while they're still like planning their wedding and shit and then she kate hudson finds out and so we that clip was played and her sister like commented and said see nothing new lol like it's totally normal this happens all the time and then she quickly deleted it but i had screenshots of it so so what it, so what it, what's, what's your reaction to that because i had to like sit down and like kind of think of i'm like now is she saying that the storyline is num- nothing new is she saying this is nothing new in human nature is this like what what does that what does it mean <laughs> i mean i took it as that she thought it's not as bad as the world is making it that this happens all the time sort of thing like look it's even in a beloved rom-com i mean yeah that's Hmm. how i took it yeah i i yeah i i I still am like huh like justifying it like look affairs happen all the time yeah that kind of thing it seems like a little soon for that so i was like i'm like is that really what you i I, dang Mm. yeah i don't know all right, so I guess, okay, so then Katie posted last night, big announcement, you guys, huge, huge. So we're all, like, on the edge of our seats. And then it, it was just announcing something about her merch, which, fine, whatever we can do to support. But, like, you don't even have a business yet. So we have merch before a business. Yeah, maybe, I, maybe they're looking at the merch to fuel the business. I was highly disappointed with that. I mean, I understand that that probably was a real hustle to get that up and get the website going and like get all the stuff designed, you know, within three days or whatever. So uh, the way she thinks, as soon as I looked at her thanking those people, I was like, oh, so these people like hustled it out, got it up for them. That's cool. But I was hoping that she'd be like, here's the merch. Uh, plan to see us open in three months like mark your calendars or you know something like that yeah I mean she said on a podcast a month or two ago she was they were still hoping for spring so I'm like hoping for spring at this point you'd be training staff it's spring like like and ordering supplies like like Ronnie just said to me she's like mom my birthday's in four weeks and I'm like four weeks and like we're at April 11th like what the heck like it's like time is literally flying and it is spring is right around the corner i know i'm way behind on my birthday reminder cards it's like i know it's your it's your freaking birthday (laughs) month um so then the other merch and lala posted a picture i think it was herself in like a parking garage in her new send it to daryl merch which i agree i think I think she thinks she, she said this herself, you guys, at her Shopify event. She thinks she's Seinfeld. Those were literally her words. She does think she's a little funnier than she actually is. And I feel like she was just trying hard to like recreate this Fofty moment, but it's just not hitting. No. Send it to Daryl. Haha, <laughs> isn't that funny, you guys? It's like, it's not that funny. And, like, I definitely, like, I would wear something about her before I wore Send It to Daryl. I would wear a, the, a Fofty sweatshirt in a second. But, yeah, it, it just, it wasn't quite the same. I think there was, there's plenty of other things people have said over the last few days that would have been funnier or catchier. 
or yeah. even like for little like lions hungry gonna go eat up a gazelle or you know just any of that stuff um i just don't think it's as funny as she thinks it is she's trying very hard to make it like you know a catchphrase that goes viral but i just don't i mean i would rather wear a, a sweatshirt from today's episode of her saying raquel thinks that this is a pageant competition i would wear that yeah. rather than wearing send it to daryl oh Oh, boy yeah um the best part about this episode was the preview for next week when Raquel's like you know what Raquel I realized like I don't think I would ever trust you around a man of mine and and Raquel goes well it's a good thing you don't have a man (laughs) like I'm here for that and also I'm here for fucking Christina Kelly sniffing that shit out yeah go Christina and I uh, like I have to give like a tiny bit uh, like a little nod to Raquel and I know like it feels we- like right now we should be like very mad at her but the fact that like like when Lala spouts something out like that she like gave it right back and it's you know like and I don't think she's thinking about it while it's coming out of her mouth because it comes out and then like Christina Kelly's reaction is like what the hell you know like she just like spouts back at Lala and it's kind of funny because Lala doesn't do well with like a quick spout back yeah (laughs) yeah she's a big talker like stop but then when quipped back at they're like they don't know what to do so I was a little disappointed that Jax wasn't the bartender tonight um, not not that, like, I thought it was cool, like, International Women's Day, like, they had a great guest, but I thought he was teasing that, like, possibly he was going to be the bartender, and I thought it'd be so funny if he, like, brought Lisa a drink or something, you know, and it was, like, a crappy one that he didn't muddle or something, um, but darn. She was, like, you know, when he asked, he's like, can you believe that Jackson, can you believe Jackson and Brittany are the longest relationships, like, she just brought everything back to her, she's just like, no, no, no. Ken and I have been together 40 years so it's really that doesn't really matter that they it's like you we should be applauding them they're like they've lasted longer than anyone thought um I don't know I just found every time you know he'd be like oh can you know people should support something about her and she's like it's not a business they should be supporting Vanderpump Paris and it's like can you just like stop self-promoting for one fucking second? Like, I was actually like a like a tiny bit turned off by that. I was like, oh, totally. Yeah. I felt like a lot of her comments. I was like, huh? Very. I mean, actually, I don't know why I'm surprised by that because she's pretty consistent with like the answers that she gives. Although it's funny and like I laugh at them. If you think about her answers on a deeper level, it's a little concerning. Oh, she, I mean, like Lila, Lisa thinks she's just a hoot, right? She thinks everything she says, all her little sexual innuendos, Andy, it only takes two minutes for us to have sex or less. And it's like, your little shtick is up. It's not that funny. Um, But yes, there are so many things. I mean, um, gosh, what did she say that? Okay, I got I gotta look now because it's gonna bug me. Um, yeah, let me look too. <laughs> she's not. I would not invest in something about her. So that was interesting that she's definitely not investing. Uh, okay, self promoting. I found her very one upping. 
Um, why didn't Raquel shag Ken? Um, LVP shot with Ariana the other day. Andy asked. I was also like very annoyed. I felt like she was very prepped to be like, well, first Raquel dipped her toe with Peter. Then yeah. it was on to, and it's like, first of all, we haven't even seen all of that yet. So can you pump the brakes a little bit? Like we literally just saw Oliver. So for she's literally building a case against Raquel before it's even aired, which I mean, like I get it. Like we're, these emotions are very hard to deal with right now because we know like the ending it's like one of my friends used to like I would get like an awesome book and she'd be like can I borrow that and as soon as I would hand it to her she would open it and read the last page of the book and I'm like dude like you're literally (laughs) cheating like I want to talk to you about the book but now you just read the ending you just ruined it and like uh Andy kind of like expressed that he's like do you what do the fans do now that like kind of the show is ruined like what's gonna happen and she's like well, you'll just have to wait for the reunion you know it's like ugh. and then she was gushing about oliver she's like oh he's such a good boy that oliver he is just amazing and i'm like are you seriously gushing about this dude that like repeatedly cheated on his wife well, and his and, like, his wife is l- literally posting today saying that this is still very raw and hurtful to her family her children so like i wish someone would have asked that question been like can you can you comment on the fact that his wife is very hurt by this yeah i mean we all got down with terry saying how like technically katie and tom are still married well technically says oliver with his wife they're separated now but not always when i was cheating i did find it very interesting the amount of times that they clarified he was separated you know uh like it happened numerous times so i i feel like they kind of were building this up to raquel was kind of shady and she didn't ask she didn't care she's just so reckless that she's just you know breaking up people all over the place but i they she did ask okay and then this is the the real part that i i just wanted to overthrow the government at this point and kick lisa off the stage and kick andy off the stage because obviously we know the show better than them because he's like didn't raquel like what was her application process like and lisa's like didn't she come in and without her trousers on i was yelling like I was like, yeah, I think she did. It's like, no, oh, it wasn't her. It was Brittany. It was Brittany Cartwright. It was so frustrating. Like, do you watch your show? Or do you, uh, yeah. Like, as if Lisa's really reviewing Raquel's application. It's like, come on. That's yeah. not Lisa. We all know this. Yes. <laughs> so frustrating. But yeah, I just found her a little annoying. She was trying to be a little too funny. She was too jokey. Oh, and then she she kept harping uh, um she said something about oh Raquel. She's like she's just a sheep in wolf's clothes or a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. And I'm like, where where's the blame for Sandoval? She's like, I love both the Toms. I would not cut them out as partners. Da, da, da. And then Raquel's a sheep in wolf's a wolf in sheep's clothing. It's like so again, like Faith, you're woman, you're blaming the woman only. Yeah. I didn't really hear her blame Sandoval a lot, but I heard her call Raquel basically what she called Faith, you know, like a Jezebel. I and <laughs> so. I, and I, I think that's why like we are all having such a hard time with this is we 
I mean, everyone has said, we didn't see this coming from Raquel. And Schwartz is such the, you know, on his high horse moral compass of the show. So this is, it, it, it was a shock to us. And it still is like, I'm still reeling over everything. Like it's, ugh, I just, I need more info. I liked the one point, was it Andy or Lisa? I can't remember now that said, well, there is the thing of like, Sandoval has repeatedly for years come for Lala saying complaining how she doesn't share her like authentic life her real life or anything that's going on like with her real personal life and it's like oh well that's rich yeah that was a really good point and um I feel yeah yeah it it was it was a stinking good point um, you guys, I shared on our Instagram like a super old clip because like we we talked about this on the last podcast um, when Sandoval got super pissed off at Stassi's brother Nikolai. It was during a reunion. They had him on and he played like a little therapist. It was a little shtick that Andy really liked, you know. So he went one by one to each of the cast members and was like, "You need to be more friendly. You need to be. You're good. You're good." Um, you stop lying. You know, like he was like shit talking each of the cast members, and it was funny. Like it was like I don't know. Like it really bothered some people, and some people thought it was funny. Um, yeah. One of the people that it deeply bothered was Sandoval because Nikolai really went in on Ariana like hard and um, really in on Sandoval, but they didn't show it. They cut it and. After he went on a, a Pump Rules podcast and he shit talked um, Nikolai for like it, it's like I have actually like a seven minute clip of him just going off of just completely triggered by Nikolai mimicking his voice, um, well, making fun of him. Yeah, saying why does a like eleven or twelve year old boy talk like a seven year old? When I was twelve, I didn't talk like a baby. Yeah, like, totally making fun of a kid. And like basically saying that he would have got his ass kicked and that Tom Sandoval wanted to drop kick his ass. It was just like a very bizarre feeling of this podcast. And then the hosts are kind of like laughing and also horrified at the same time. And then um, James was kind of new to like the podcast world at this moment. So he he's like snacking and kind of listening to Sandoval spiral. And then at the end, um, James is like, you know what? He's like, I didn't really mind Nikolai. I wanted to turn to him and go like, shut the fuck up and like scare him. But he's he's like, I didn't take it as serious as you, Tom. Like, relax. He's just a kid. So it's actually funny to hear James like be able to laugh at himself a little bit and like know that it literally was like a little shtick, you know? Yeah. So, uh, like James is the mature one. In but this but like that one of the main like it. So in the other parts of the podcast, because I had to listen to the whole thing to try to find this. And I had to unearth this episode because this podcast <laughs> has been removed from the air. So I literally spent hours trying to find it. Oh, no. Finally found it. Um, but one of the biggest things that T. Sandy is bitching about on this podcast is when people don't bleed out for the show. And he really goes in at La La which makes sense for what happened today on watch what happens live is he was like you can't like not bleed out for the show like we all do we all know what we so he's basically saying like we sign up for this and some of us bleed out way more you know it, it so it was just super interesting to hear like this is how they make reality tv it just is yeah yeah 
we need a tell-all from like yes jenna rosenfeld or aaron foy or somebody yeah Bree, Bree. I know I or I'm think the or the the guy who was like fighting Bree's battle for her like he was actually called like the reality TV therapist like he's the one who like he thought that he was schooling us when he was like you know telling us off in Instagram posts but he wasn't like Sarah and I have always known how reality TV works like we love it like that's that's why we watch this show we love the freaking drama and obviously was that her husband no it oh, was no okay. they he clarified that it was unless he was lying i don't know okay um but anyways like i i would actually like love to talk to that guy right now <laughs> <laughs> all right should we talk about the episode yes i mean it was kind of a, a sleeper um, like, yeah, I was like extremely disappointed, and I think that this is probably the fear that the cast and crew and everybody has right now is this is extremely boring compared to the real life drama that is happening right now. It's like I don't really care about I don't know, like like what was the point of Charlie and Katie's like three second hiking? Or Sheena and Brock's three-second rock climbing. Like, that was a lot to set up camera and lighting for a, a teeny tiny little clip that produced nothing out and, of it. And, and James and Allie doing two different locations to basically oh. say the same thing. Yes, exactly. Like, just a lot of filler. A lot yeah. of B-roll. Um, I would have liked to have, you know, more Charlie, Katie. Um I mean, Sheena being Sheena, it's like, she's rock climbing and Brock is watching. She's like, aren't you vlogging me? Don't just watch. <laughs> like, that's classic Have Sheena, you so. ever been rock climbing at one of those places? Um, well, they had it at Equinox. I am, like, I, I think want, I, did it once. I want to try, but I would be so terrified of my upper body strength that I don't think, like, I, I wouldn't want to, like, anyone to watch me. I know, especially like on a, they always do this on dates or like the bachelor. And I'm like, they're basically looking up at your ass. That's yeah. Squished out by the belts and stuff. And yeah. And then you're faces. wearing this like puffy, like thing. Yeah. Gross. No, thanks. Um. Yeah. So the hiking scene, Charlie always seems to get like, you know, like a funny little line in there where she's like, we should have just gone to McDonald's. Um. Funny. Um, so, oh, and then we have Raquel and Ariana bikini shopping. This is rough. This is rough. And it also, like, Ariana's like, I, um, I saw that there's, like, a country bar in Havasu, uh, setting up for the scene in Havasu. You know, so, oh, they already picked out the bar they're going to go to. Cool. Right, um, there's, it's got to be full of straight men. Yeah. So... Then Raquel tells Ariana that she felt really, really bad after seeing how upset Katie got after she confessed about asking Schwartz if he wanted to make out. But it's like, you just literally said, I felt really, really bad. And then, what, like three weeks later, you go ahead and make out with Schwartz at the wedding. Like, And it, did they have to have Ariana's line be, is this the first time I'm going to be mad at Raquel? Oh. <sighs> Like, it's like every okay. single thing, it was like, I literally felt a sword going through okay. my heart. Okay, you're right. Yeah, this is so productionized. And you know what? They couldn't, 
you know, I heard that they're going back now and like looking at every episode and going to be doing some re-edits, right? Uh-huh. To, to frame this better. But it's like, this one was already framed and this one was already produced and released to the cast before this whole story broke. They usually get it like, you know, the week before. Well, and we so, saw it the week before. They released the first seven minutes and we saw that right. this was in there. And it's like... Uh, is, so you're right. is that a maybe it's a huge coincidence and producer Jerry so freaking brilliant he's like oh my god I I, I had Ariana say that and now look at how gr- like maybe maybe that's a very large coincidence yeah so I mean I will keep paying attention to these coincidences yes. slash Easter eggs and each time I that's, see one, that's how I will up my percentage. On it's kind of, it's kind of, it's like a little treasure hunt. Like it's fun. We can make yes. it fun, you guys. You know what? I'm gonna get like a coin jar, and I'm gonna fill it with what percentage I'm like a hundred percent in your theory. And then every time one of these little coincidences happen, I'm gonna put in another coin, or maybe I'll make it a dollar or something. It's like that. just like it's, and then you can go buy yourself something nice. Yeah, it's not. It's not like I. I I'm not liking that it's like my theory. I feel like I feel so guilty about that. I feel like it's just like I just want to notice these things with you guys. And I hope you don't mind that I point them out because I don't want to be annoying and I don't want people to not like me. It's like really giving me anxiety. Um, Julia said that I ruined all of reality TV for her because. See, I don't. (laughs) when she found out that it wasn't filmed live she's like i don't understand they're in la but you know what i mean like when she realized it i'm like it's not live yeah yeah she's like but it's reality i'm like yeah but it's not live this was filmed eight months ago and she just it's never been the same for her like sorry so then they did like a little goofy like thing where raquel's like her confessional scene she's like you know um, Katie's always had beef with me because of James. Like, she didn't come to my puppy party. So um, and she has a really good poker face. And it's like, I couldn't even laugh. I can't even laugh at her right now. So, I mean, they, they really are going to have to do damage control here because it's kind of hard to watch. And then, like, blaming basically her saying... Well, and anyways, Tom said if it ever even did happen with us making out, it'll be because Katie drove him to it. Like, so now I, it's Katie's fault. Oh, my God. Um, I did like that Raquel called Sheena first to tell her about the girls' trip before Lala could, like, tell her. So that part I was kind of like, okay. I don't know, because Ariana kind of made a face where she's like, oh, because it's like, shouldn't have Ariana have called Sheena? Because, like, they're best friends, but Raquel did it. Like, I, there was, like, a little thing going on there, I thought. Yeah. I don't know. So then they go to, like, Katie's little confessional, and she's, this is where I got to go. Like, I'm, hey, Katie, I'm, I'm headed your way, but now I'm, like, making a, a left, a U-turn, a left turn when she's, like, comparing Sheena to like this Chinese dictator and Schwartz is just like a little soldier that falls in line it's not really his fault it's again it's all Sheena's fault it's just annoying it's like can we get past this please it's Raquel and Schwartz's fault and now Sandoval's fault and I think like I don't know like it's probably very comforting to Katie to blame Sheena because she always like she's always like found something to like stir up with Sheena so it probably just feels natural for her to 
excuse <laughs> um, Schwartz's behavior and be like, it's sh-. like it's it's so far fetched that you could even think that that like it has to be that she's like she's truly hurt and it's easier for her to blame Sheena. Yeah, because she still wants the relationship with Schwartz. She doesn't yes. really care about Sheena's relationship. And you know, she basically admits everything Sheena said. She admits it when they're at Vanderpump Paris by saying. I had basically one of every cocktail they have. She goes, that's why I was telling Sheena what I said. So Sheena's telling the truth that Katie did say all those things. Yes, Katie is saying, well, I was wasted. But it's like, well, how is she supposed to know you didn't mean it? Sometimes, you know, when you're drunk, the truth comes out, right? It's like, I don't know. So I just like that she at least backed up what Sheena's saying. You did tell me this in Vegas. Yes. So how is she supposed to know she's not serious or not because you changed your mind because you're sober or drunk? Totally. So there's a little justice for Sheena. I mean, obviously still it's not like a great thing to do um, that fresh and within the friend circle and that sort of thing. But, you know, to give her like this dictator responsible for all of it crown, I don't think is fair. Now, what did you think about when Lala called Sheena while she was still at the rock climbing place and Sheena got so emotional talking about how mean Katie is? I thought that was like quite a jump in emotion um, that she was like so upset about the whole. So Katie's debate, like Katie is not coming to the wedding, but Katie has this non-refundable room. And so we don't know what's going on. Um I don't know. I just thought that was interesting that, like, she went right into crying. I mean, they did the precursor then for her. Why is she showing up? It's because, oh, because the room's non-refundable. Is it really, though, like, three weeks in advance, a month in advance? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, even like I a- feel like with, like, COVID rules, like, uh, like any hotel that right. I've reserved lately is it's, like, 24 hours before. If there's something wrong, you just let them know, and it's refundable. Oh, like, three times just in the last, like, two months it's been times like we were gonna do go to an event and then it, we didn't go or something and I, I literally canceled like at 11 a.m for that day when after i had already checked in i'm like actually i can't make and they're like okay no problem I'm like really you're not gonna charge me cool so, so this i i had a question about like weddings because um this is like like a sad personal thing for me but i've never been invited to a also max boyens needed a room so you could have given it to him okay anyways go ahead wedding when you go to a destination wedding like do you make your own accommodations or some like i guess is it sometimes you make the accommodations yourself and sometimes like the the wedding they party provides it. A, the wedding block. The wedding party gets a block of rooms, mm-hmm. and it's only good for a certain point of time. Um, you know, you have this block of rooms at this set rate up until you know. Usually, it's like okay, know, okay. That's that's day. how they do like in Ronnie's dance competition. So you make your thing, yes. and then exactly. someone it's sends like a trade show, right? And then and then someone sends a note, and they're like, "Let us know what room you're in, so we can be organized." And then you fill it in on the little spreadsheet, and so then they know where everybody is, like that. Um. Well, I've never done that step, but because like you would want to know like where everyone is like in case you have like a welcome basket or like shit like that i would oh, think oh yes you know that happened with um crime con they wanted like 
if you were a VIP because they put little special things in your room and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. okay, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then one more note uh, before we get off of the hiking thing. Was Charlie drinking a Coke during her hike? <laughs> Wait. Um, oh, I don't probably. I, I mean, like, I love that. Like, she's not drinking a bottle of water or Red Bull or anything like that. Just a regular classic Coca-Cola. Were you thinking about um, the gift baskets at an on-location wedding like the lovely gift baskets Brittany put together for the castle guests? <laughs> yes, actually, that, yes, that is what I was thinking of. <laughs> oh, so thoughtful and like 100% necessary in that castle. Like Sheena's <laughs> place looks like, like you, like at least they have room service and stuff, you know? In like a gift shop that yeah. has like water in water, it. Water, yeah. Snacks. Yeah. A toothbrush, yeah. like all that stuff. Yeah, no, at the castle they just have like history books, stuffed animals, <laughs> and what else? But like not even a cute one because I would have like bought one to bring home to my kids. Like there was nothing to buy. Nothing. Nothing. It- not even a bottle of water. Um, I also loved that Ariana shared while they're trying, while Raquel was trying on a bikini, the the sales associate lady was like, um, "Do you want to try anything on?" She's like, "No, I'm not feeling it right now. Like I'm bleeding. Like hashtag relatable. No one wants to try on bikinis when you're dealing with that." So I loved that she went and watched Raquel model a bathing suit. And also props because you know, like, no one wants to like. No. <laughs> Go there. No. Even with that little strip thing. No, that I, 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 I actually like can't even think about that without completely freaking out. Yeah, <sighs> it's been so long since I've done something like that because I just order online and then send back what I don't like. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like. I also I also so really like ordering online because everything comes in like a crisp plastic bag and it's like sealed yes. and you know that it hasn't been like no one's tried, tried on. Out. Yeah. Yeah, well I I won't share the details of what really happens on the factory floor. <laughs> no, June, please don't. I, I don't want to know. Let's just say you should always wash new clothes. Yeah. I'll just tell you that much. Yuck. And I never do. And I remember seeing this, and God knows we've done it. You take stuff home and to clip threads, and then it's like there's cat hair on it. And someone that I just saw that like either on a show or in real life, and they're like, there was cat. I was like, yeah, they took it home, and they're like cat hair <laughs> dander or whatever got on the yuck. Like that's a real fucking thing. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, wash the shit, people. Sheets, any of it. <laughs> also, because like when you're working in these factories. So they're throwing shit on the floor, and these factory floors are quite scary. You know, there's usually a lot of rats involved. Okay, I, I can't. <laughs> Especially if you're getting it cheap. Yeah, I know, so, I know. Anyways, all right. So then we have Allie and James and your idol, Jacqueline. Um. Oh, wait, wait. Did you? Are you skipping Villa Rosa Teddy? Or am I skipping uh, that? Yes, because I don't care. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. It's a I, scene. You know, I'm not into that. <laughs> okay, well, let me just gush for a second because 
I think he is so stinking cute. He's and I love I loved seeing Lisa with him. Like, I literally thought she was going to call him sexy. I was, like, sitting on the edge of the bed going, please say, what a sexy little crawl. But um, she didn't. She said, like every babe in the world. She said clever. He was so cute, though. He was waving. And it was just so cute to see her, like, so excited to be with him. And Ken just seemed absolutely (laughs) thrilled to be in the presence of little Teddy. He was sitting there, like, he's like, I've... I don't even know what he said because he mumbled so bad. Either he's never seen him crawl or he has seen him crawl. I don't know. I was super bored. Now, show me a scene of Summer Moon and Ariana playing and I'm a happy camper. Show me a scene of us at the Shopify event hopping around with Ocean. Super cute. Super fun. I'm into that. You know what? This age of of child is just not your cup of tea. You like the Summer Moon age better. Yes. Yes. 100%. And, yeah, I was just happy to see little Teddy. And then I just got such a uh, – um, <laughs> so much joy out of the fact that it's, like, Teddy and Pandy. Like, it's just so cute. Did you see that someone said that she should buy out Sandoval and they should change the name to Schwartz and Pandy? Yes. <laughs> or Schwartz I, and I was really I was really hoping that – Andy would give like a little shout out to our T Sandy concert night, but I felt like that was like a little like they got like a little serious where they're like, we don't want the fans to do anything crazy because then it becomes you know a lot, you know. So I'm like, oh god, you know, here well, we go. I think, I think we should be held up as great examples of how to proceed because James was all over Instagram telling people to throw tomatoes on stage i'm like that's considered assault at this stage in the game so the fact that we're just sharing lovely pictures of ariana should be applauded well and i i sent sarah a text today Haley bieber and justin bieber went to a concert like last night and people were yelling fuck you Haley!" at her and it's like we never once cussed at them we did not say f you tom or anything like that like i feel like like cheater and like ariana like it wasn't that big of it like it's like we kept it mild we kept it pg yes i mean it was i saw worse when lisa rena came on stage at BravoCon. yes you know we didn't boo him no we didn't go no no you know um i also just one more thing on teddy i loved when she said let me put him in his cot she didn't call it a crib it's his (laughs) little cot like i I wish I had another baby so I could literally repeat that line because that was hilarious. Well, I I started taking typing up my notes during that scene, so that's hilarious. Okay, so next we buzz over to um, Jacqueline. Yes. <laughs> so she's thrilled to meet Allie. Like I just gotta say, I love Allie's cute little dresses. They're just like. <sighs> yeah, that was re- my favorite thing to wear, and I just wish and I she was looks freaking adorable in them. Like they're, she yeah. just looks so cute. So Jacqueline is just saying how thrilled she is that you know she met James so organically, and it's like just an organic relationship, and that's why it's going to work. She's like, you didn't have some family member drag you to pump to meet a DJ, which is how. Raquel met James. I mean, she really did target him. Yeah. Um, but, and then Allie, I like her confessional. She's like, well, I did get dragged. She's like, how did you meet? How did you get there? And she's like, my friend Zach, um, 
you guys I've referenced him before dragged me to the country club to see you know basically see him and so you guys we were there the night they met and we we heard stories about like this Zach person wanting her to try and hook up with him hook up with James so that they could get on the show I mean and it worked so I don't know if it's true or not it's just the rumors I had heard um and he is you know thirsty you guys this is a guy I met at see you next Tuesday and I was like I've met you before and he's like mm, I don't know and I'm like no no I have and, and they're like well I'm a famous what do you say YouTuber or TikTok I'm a famous TikToker and I'm like um that's not it <laughs> <laughs> and and then I'm like college just sitting there like, I don't know I'm like I know I know it I know him and then it came to me it was at the Canyon Club and I was sitting I know I've told this story before but it might have been on Patreon I was sitting at the table with Jamie Lynn and Brett who works at TomTom Tom, and someone brought this guy Zach over saying oh you should meet Jamie and whatever and they were talking and at the same time we were all out of drinks so I was going to go to the bar and get us all um, a glass of wine that's what we were drinking so I go to the bar and then the bartender's like you know He's like, why don't you just get a bottle so you don't have to carry three glasses and it's cheaper and then you have extra wine. I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. I'll just get a bottle. So I get a bottle. I walk back to my table and keep in mind, I had not been introduced to this person. He was way across the table. It's super loud. I don't know who you are. And so I pour Brett and Jamie their glasses and mine and then the guy shoves his glass in front of my face. He's like, excuse me. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do at that moment? Like it's, it was so awkward. So I like put wine in his glass. I'm like, okay. I, I mean, I'm not trying to be cheap. It was just, it was, it wasn't the money factor that bothered me. It was like the kind of tackiness, like who does that? So anyways, that's my story of him. Yeah. But yeah, it sounded like it was clear. Like he had a mission. He wanted Allie to meet James and for them to hook up and then good things can happen to both of them. And it sure has worked. Cause I guess he has like a podcast now and a still a famous TikToker. <laughs> yeah. Well, he... And we know, hate. I'm just telling you the history of him. And like, he's a nice enough guy. I just thought it was odd behavior. So what did you think of Jacqueline's scene? Like, are you, are, so she's been sober for almost four years. That's awesome. She's concerned about James that he, you know, is like kind of nonchalantly drinking again. Um, she seems like to be kind of like cautioning Allie a little bit. Like maybe you don't know like what he's stepping into. Um, she's like, well, I've seen it a little bit. And I prefer I'm sober. Yeah. I liked when she's like, I'll have a horchata. Oh, my God. I That, that was I my absolute, I think it was my favorite scene of the night. She's like, horchata. Um, <laughs> I love that. And I love horchata. Um, horchata. Um, I also love orange bang. But, um, yeah, both of those I can't drink anymore because they're so damn sugary. But they're so good. What's orange bang? Oh my god, it's so good. It's kind of like a whipped orange drink. Oh, okay. It's really good. Where do you get those? Anyone else? No. Um, like a Mexican food restaurant. Like usually, it's usually like they have horchata and orange bang. Oh. Um, 
can we talk about really quickly, can we take a sidebar for a, a reel that I created today that I can't believe didn't hit well? Um, I did a, <laughs> a reel comparing Ariana, Sandoval, and Raquel to um, Scotty Doesn't Know. And I feel like a lot of people, Sarah did not know this song. And so I'm wondering, like, am I... Or the movie. Am I crazy? Um, or, like, I don't know why I know that song and why it's in my head. Um, <laughs> no, and, the, theory, and, the theory was very similar. And it, it did have the Sandoval and the extras vibe for sure. Um, Except but for I, I, did, I did know that it came off, like, mean. And, like, I almost wrote in there, Ari doesn't know. Ari doesn't know. And, like, that's... I get like that is so effing mean but I like so many accounts out there on Instagram like they'll throw these things up like very quickly and um you know it either hits or it doesn't like like comparing like the cheating movie today I thought it was like very similar like the storyline is kind of the same as what happened but it didn't hit so I'm just wondering to all you listeners have you heard of Scotty doesn't know um let me know and I'm, I'm just curious okay Back to the epi. Um, you know, I just realized, yeah. you know how like Jason blocked us? The band blocked us, which is Jason. No. Tom Sandoval still, um, we are not blocked from Tom Sandoval, but the band, I, you know what? I noticed because I was like going to take something and usually I get, I always choose the wrong one because they both have like a picture of Tom's face. Yeah, it's not coming up either on mine or the Vanderpump one. Oh boy! I don't. Well, maybe Come they on, just Jason, done their Instagram like, because they're gonna have to cancel their whole tour. Jason, we're literally like, we're. I I don't know. Oh, okay. Listen to this. This just came out. James Kennedy says we're all about to be on an Easter egg hunt now with season ten. Okay, let me play this. It's safe to say that this season. Hey, just like I said about the uh, coin jar. <laughs> I mean, that, I love like a good treasure hunt, a good scavenger hunt, a good game. So I am like so down for this. This is amazing. <laughs> um, Sarah, okay, do you like James. ceviche? No. It's, it's, I, why? <laughs> uh, well, well, they, they don't either. They ordered that, and I was just like, yuck. Um, I told you how all my friends they we all went out for a girls' night, and they chose like a place that like exclusively it was like all different ceviches, and I and they're like <laughs> they're like and they bar. they know they know how I eat, so it, they're like Holly, is this okay? And I was like, yeah, it, you, you guys, it's fine. Like, order whatever you want. Like, I, you know, it's fine. I'll, I'll just you not, want, I'll not like, eat. Un- uncooked shrimp just cooked in lemon juice, <laughs> lime juice. It was like, like I don't it like was like, shrimp. it was like a charcuterie board of ceviche, all different kinds. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, cool. Um, yeah. Funny. Okay, so then we go over to Lisa and Ken, and they're talking about they do not want to go into business with them. Oh, my God. I have 
figured out another I'm going to put another dollar in the jar on your theory okay I believe Lisa may have seen this coming because Ken's like well do you want to you want to give them money and invest in Schwartz and Sandy's like buy out Greg she's like god no I do not want to go into business with those guys at the helm she's like hell no she wants to so they come up with this plan to offer their investment in Tom Tom back to them so that they could use that money to buy Greg out of Schwartz and Sandy's and then but she's like but of course you know you, you could still have the option to buy back into Tom Tom like a, she knows they're never going to have enough money to do that because she knows it takes so long to make your money back on after they spent, you know, so much to renovate Schwartz and Sandy's. I think it was her way of getting them out of Tom Tom so she can salvage her, her restaurant that might be boycotted and she can just change the name. <laughs> I think she saw the trouble coming. And I also found it bizarre that, like, Schwartz was definitely putting on the act, like acting very grateful to Lisa and Ken that like they would even offer that. And Sandoval was the one who was kind of like, uh, like haven't we worked a little harder than this than to just get our freaking investment back? Like that's not fair. And so like, I was like, Hmm, cool. I noticed that too. I mean, they should get more than their, I mean, I, I thought they, they haven't gotten any profits from the, this yet. Yeah, it's like we we need like a full blown breakdown of this because, yikes! Like they, in, no in, wonder they're stressed and pacing in their backyard. I mean, this is this is stressful to watch. I mean, they they don't do much at that restaurant other than show up and shake hands. That's a job though. That's work. So they certainly should get more than their investment back. But I'm just, are you saying you're not getting your five or ten percent profit check every year? Are you still not, you still haven't reached that point? That's pretty bad. So Lisa obviously knows that. If if Tom Tom still isn't cashing out profit checks, she knows it'll be years for Schwartz and Sandy's to be able to like have a real profit percentage. It's her way of getting them out. Yeah. She's shady like that. Um. So we go to like, here's another Easter egg scene. Easter egg alert. Um. Tom and Ariana are at their house and um, Ariana's packing and Tom's like, I'm sad you're leaving. And she's talking to her this, this whole scene. Like uh, I was so triggered by this. So she, her, she, her dog, Charlotte um, had like a seizure. And so she's like, Tom, like I might need you to like refill the medication. And he's like, can you just do it? Um, And she's like, can you do it? Like, it's like, it like, it's like when you're talking to your partner, you're like, dude, like, just do it. Like, I, do I literally have to do everything? It's like yeah. when, um, you know, when I go somewhere with Sarah to go cover Vanderpump Rules, like, Chad's like, okay, like, what are the kids eating? It's like, can you do it? Like, can I, like, just slip out of here without, like, thinking? Or, like, do I have to set everything up to leave the house? You know, it's frustrating. It kind of gave more validity to Katie, too, when last year katie was yelling at sandoval saying you know you you're off on your band you're off partying while schwartz is here doing all the the bitch work she's like you're sleeping yes because he probably is he's probably sleeping in from partying till 4 a.m bringing raquel water so this yeah and i also the way how that she was like I've loved my dog for 18 years, which is longer than I've loved Tom. Like she, <laughs> it was just like, I can, 
I can relate to that. I'm and, still grieving for my cat. Oh, totally. It's been dead for 18 years. But it's like, it was such a, it's like, we really had to do keep this scene in there too, of seeing how, like, how connected she is to this animal who only can give love. And like, she really, you know, like the, it's a, a relationship where she's so happy, where she gets love from her animal. She gives love to her animal um selfless love and the dog is sick and old you know it's like oh yeah so it's rough yeah she had to leave vegas because i would have liked to have seen her and have a suit but um obviously she wouldn't have major regrets not being there so yes so Uh, this is when we hear katie telling christina kelly about what raquel did and said and this is like christina's shining moment she's like I'm just not falling for this. She's like, everyone thinks Raquel is like this innocent little baby. She's like, I don't think that's the case, you know, or that she pretends to be this innocent little baby. And boy, was she right. Yeah. So um, Christina Kelly is really coming into this season with a job to do. And so far she's doing it. Yeah, she's got some intuition or psychic abilities or she's like it's she's an got in- Jerry in her ear. <laughs> she's like you're giving Sheena more credit than she needs and uh that Raquel is an insult to babies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so oh, then she's pregnant at this time, so she's a little sensitive about babies. And yes. Probably knows Raquel is not an innocent little baby because Christina's best friend Stasi found this out for your Jerry, and so Christina knows. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Here we go. All wrapped up. So next we go to Lala and Raquel, and they kind of have a moment. Um, they go. Uh, Lala comes to Raquel's apartment that she calls the tree house, and Lala opens up that um, when she first moved out into a little apartment, it was the first time that she felt safe and they they have a little moment about you know being on their own and la 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 so yeah she says she hasn't like had sex since ocean was conceived so 2020 and love that randall was complaining to his assistant that lala was more fun which and kinky when she was sober yeah um and then what about when, like, I, I, I don't, my notes are a little uh, messed up here, but basically uh, she's like, yeah, my mom was like reminding me, she's like, you guys were always fighting. And then I had an idea, let's have a baby. And Raquel's like, oh yeah, I mean, thank God, like that would be a horrible like thing to, oh, but no offense to you. <laughs> yeah. Like she literally, she like <laughs> she stopped. She literally said what Sandoval said. <laughs> yes. Like it was. Maybe you shouldn't have gotten knocked up. Yeah. <laughs> she just used different words. So, uh, and Lala, and Lala's like, no, thing. no. like, And luckily, Lala, like, understood where she was. She was like, no, like, I, I understand what you're saying. And she's like, Ocean, like, is, like, totally the silver lining. And, like, you're a little angel and you're meant to have her. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, I, I realize I lived in denial because Ocean was meant to be here. So it's like, yes. okay. Yeah. So then we have gutted scene number two of Ariana and Raquel sitting together on the plane. Yes. Um, I were sitting goes, next to Ariana. Yep. <laughs> really nothing. Allie likes James better sober. Charlotte's dying. So Ariana goes home. Can we talk about Lisa and Nick Elaine putting the pussy bow and rhinestones on the dog statues? 
Because everyone keeps stealing the rhinestones. <laughs> if I, I like, I do have to say, it was a very good commercial for her restaurant because I was obsessed with the hotel. I was obsessed with the restaurant. Like it, it definitely videoed very well. And you said it's really good, right? Yeah, it's my favorite one of all of her restaurants. Which Lala, I think, said too. So I, like, I was like, I think I'm ready for a Vegas trip. Like, it looks, I, I want to go there. It looks really cool. Yeah, I'm down. Um. Okay, moving on. Um. So then, whatever they go to their room, they go down to dinner. Lala and Raquel both are like tongue wagging at Oliver. And Lisa's like, I think he's separated. Uh, but it doesn't. She wasn't real convincing with that. I think maybe you should find that out first. <laughs> Lala starts talking to him about yeah custody. Oh no, that's at the club. So basically, Lala has met him before, but he doesn't remember her. And as Christina says, Lala's ego ego can't handle that. Was like that. hilarious. Um, really quick, going back to the James and Allie, like, second frickin' foot massage thing, um, he does, like, a little confessional, I think, and he's like, I'm not gonna have an ultimatum, uh, ultimatum again, like, if I stop drinking, it's gonna be for me, and I feel bad for Allie, because I feel like he has, he's harped on her so much that, like, he hated that Raquel gave him an ultimatum, so now Allie feels like she can't do that, because then she would be being like Raquel, so now she's like, no, like, I, like, it's your choice, like, I just, you know, obviously don't go off the rails, and anyways, in his confessional, he's like, um, he's like, the ultimatum didn't work for Katie. I mean, look at Schwartz. He's slightly heavier living in a crappy apartment now. <laughs> I mean, oh I mean, my. you confirmed that it was a crappy apartment. Oh, my gosh. Like, you guys, go listen to our Patreon. We added some, yeah. some secret adventure information there. Oh, my gosh. Anyways. Okay, so, yeah, so about Oliver... I thought this was actually like I was literally texting Sarah and I'm like, this is boring. I'm bored, blah, blah, blah. And then to see Lala and Raquel kind of clamor for Oliver, I I found it slightly entertaining. Um, Oh, totally. And, but, okay, and let's get into um, Katie's mom. She is, um, shout out to Terry. She's watching our stories as per usual yeah um, she loves our stories yeah we do you remember us from the airplane to kentucky terry <laughs> yeah you said hi to us do you remember us from the hotel lobby when you were sitting with erica <laughs> remember the in, in, shout, in, yeah shouted out fucking bitch yes <laughs> you guys go listen to our kentucky episodes they're pretty entertaining <laughs> we've had entertaining um, episodes like throughout like I mean, it really has been, like, like such a journey with Vanderpump Rules. Like, we were talking about on our Patreon in our last episode that we posted, so many people are coming out of the woodwork wondering what Vanderpump Rules is, wondering what the show is about, if it's worth it to start watching. And the answer is yes. It is. Always. I mean, there, there's Easter eggs from episode one of just golden moments that, like, are should go down in reality tv history pretty much in every episode so yes it is a great show and yeah 
So Terry, we we do have a history with her. She steps in for Katie and says, "I'm going to speak for my daughter." And, and says, she does it well, and it makes a lot of sense. And like, I feel like there's something about it coming from your mom. And like, like it's like when your mom yells at your friends, and you're like horrified, but also like kind of relieved because like your mom knows yeah. your heart and like what you've been pouring out to her for you know so many conversations it's like i never want my mom to say anything but sometimes when she would stand up for me it's like thank you diane like yes so i i kind of like that friend scene of monica's mom the one time she stands up for her and it's just monica floored i mean since you are monica yeah you know, uh-huh. that one time everything yeah it really means a lot like I, yeah I, I think like i saw the reflection in that moment and i was like I wonder if my mom would say that, like, you know, if, if Chad and I were splitting, if she would have my back, you know, to my, to my friends. We, I don't know. So Terry explains that, like, it's not cool to, like, promote this Schwartz hookup with Raquel. She's like, because, you know, she puts on a hard front. She's like, but she's technically still married. She's still mourning the loss of her marriage she's just for just had to leave her house that was you know their dream together like there's so much history like give her a moment you know she's like and it does make katie cry but i mean it really it did define katie and because katie is that poker face girl and she you know or she'll just brush it off like she told Sheeta, that's how i front you know when she was wasted she's like fine go have them hook up i don't care like i can i can see that and, and then, yeah, and like during during this time, like we were also like very much a part of like what was going on. Like we we went to the open house of Tom and Ariane, or I'm sorry, Tom and Katie's sale of their home, and um, I believe and like I felt it was extremely hard for them. Like this literally was their dream home. The open house tour was very rough. It took a while for that house to sell. They had to go into different apartments, you know, downsize from this mansion into, you know, a little two bedroom. So this was, it's 100% fair that Katie should get, you know, the respect and the time to mourn what she's lost for sure. Yeah. So there's that. Then they go out clubbing to disco pussy yes so is that a disco or is it like a strip club disco themed Uh, yeah i feel like it's both it's a disco and there's pussy (laughs) (laughs) let's go let's go girls yeah I thought they all looked really cute. I thought it was a cute scene of them going out. Um, I was dying at the guy that they had, like, staged to speak to Katie. Like, he kind of had a Schwartz vibe. Like, it was... He had a bow vibe. It it was just like... like bow and Schwartz combined. Yes, it was like a hot mess. It's like, are we... We're going to do that to Katie right off the bat? Like, can we put her with, like, a really hot-looking guy? Like, he... It, yeah, it was very Bo-esque. Like, didn't Oliver bring, like, some decent-looking dudes with yes, him, I thought? they were. So, they, decent-looking guys were sitting around the table, but they go over to this guy who looks like he's on Vegas he vacation. Like, he looks like Portugal the man. Yes. Or, I don't know, like, I don't know um, like, he has Bo's gross, colorful tattoos, <laughs> and then he has Schwartz's, like, boho, I haven't showered in a week look, and then... And kind of Bo's face in Portugal the man's vibe. And, and, and by the and, way, I love and, Portugal the man. <laughs> and once again, Christina Kelly is like, 
wow, like, do you have tattoos everywhere? You know, and it's like, thank you for saying what we're all thinking. And, um, and I love that. Very bow. Okay. Is that better? I mean, that's how you sounded before. There we go. Yes. My, I'm sorry. My, um, microphone just disconnected. So, yeah, I mean, I just got, like, yeah, strong bow vibes, but, yeah, it just, yeah, anyways. But then she's like, you could have my number if you want it. I'm like, he's like, um, okay, sure. Like, what? It was bad. It it was so cringy. Like, I I just, like, Katie Katie deserves a little bit of a hero edit because, like, I'm, like, we're all rooting for her. We've seen what has happened to her it for 10 seasons it's like can we throw katie a bone seriously like can i i wish that it would have been her that made out with oliver or something you know what i mean like so basically in the next scene like lala and her like have lala and raquel kind of have a thing like well do you want him or do you want him and she's like do you need my stamp of approval and raquel ends up making out with him yeah it wasn't clear if like lala was still interested it just they showed Oliver like taking Raquel to dance and then they just like made out yeah and then Lala's like let's be real if this was a competition I would have won I'm like well he didn't remember you so (laughs) yeah also what was kind of funny is like Raquel just had her like hair up in like a hair clip (laughs) I'm like yes Lala's all like decked out and like you know yeah Raquel looked like she was like casually I also it also was like cringy how she's like I have a kid we're in a custody battle so what's up and he's like you do oh cool no he's like that's okay she's like sorry like to get like a little deep like that and he's like no that's cool like he was like very nice about it but um, you know what he has that at home he obviously has custody battles and and marital issues so he's probably like he's like he's like yeah coming out and cheating to be free of that not yeah. to sign up for more of it but like I feel like in a way it's kind of smart that Lala lays that out there to someone that I mean even that she's hooking up with like it's nice to know if someone's like down with that or they're not like she's throwing it out there right away to see you know yeah. if he's yeah. picking up what she's putting down I don't think I like her hair color that way I think it ages her and it looks so thin and cotton candy like brittly. Yeah, I think her hair has recovered a little bit now. Like it looks, it looks um, better right now. She, yeah, I remember like watching all of the season stories. You know, like when we know where they're going, and I was like, "Yikes!" Um, it was yeah, just uh, like, uh, like, yeah, she looks good now. It's a choice. It's, it's more of that golden, you know, California girl. Whereas this one is like that Yolanda Hadid. Like it just ages her. I don't know. And then it just looks when it's thin and brittle like that. It's like yeah anyways yeah oh my god i hope that my call recorder did not drop this whole entire podcast because i feel like it's like recounting right now i hope maybe when we disconnected i don't know because i swear we were at like two hours okay well i don't have anything more so if you okay let's end and then let me check and i'll call you back you guys thank you so much for listening we appreciate it so much tune in we will come back um breaking any news that we have And yeah, talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye.